Hello, this is Nairi speaking and this is Stolen Our Hearts, the podcast about ferrets and other exotic pets. Today I'm talking to Entropy about ball pythons. If you have a friend who likes pythons or snakes, please invite them to follow the podcast. I've never had a snake before. But one of my childhood friends was a massive snake fan and he used to let me hold his, I think his were children's pythons. And I used to sit with one of his snakes wrapped around my hand while we, uh, while we talked or watched TV. It was really fun. So yes, here's Entropy. Hi Entropy, uh, can you tell me about yourself please? Um, hi, my name's Entropy. I'm from Kentucky, which is in the United States of America. You know, don't know where Kentucky is. Um, yeah, I know you're from Australia. I have a pet ball python. I love her a lot. I have a snake because I'm allergic to pretty much every other animal that exists. So that's always fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a sophomore studying at college. I'm majoring in history and psychology. So it's a lot oh, cool. of work. Yeah, I majored in history too. <laughs> um, okay, so you got the idea to have a snake because you're allergic to all other animals. Were there any other animals you considered? Um, my sister wanted me to consider a lizard just because she doesn't like snakes. I kind of understood that lizards normally have rougher skin in general and I didn't really know much about them so I thought they wouldn't be like as nice to hold or anything as compared to a snake which is a smoother animal so I went with a snake I would you know now that I know what I do about lizards I would consider having a lizard but I'm off in college and they don't allow pets here in the dorm so my parents are having to look after my snake while I'm here so I can't really you know just get a lizard <laughs> It's not really practical at the moment. <laughs> Good live in that cupboard behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect spot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, so what's your snake's name? Uh, her name is Snackles. Snackles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cute. Where'd you get that from? I just made it up. <laughs> um, so she's a ball python. Um, what does that look like for people who haven't seen one? Because I've never seen one. I googled um, it, but yeah. Well, the first thing that you should probably know about her is um, she's really tiny. Um, just all ball pythons are smaller. A lot of people think of pythons as enormous snakes, and some of them mm-hmm. can be. But mine, she's about two years old, and she's about from my shoulder down to my hand, which mm-hmm. isn't like tremendously long for a snake it's probably long for a lizard or something but again she's a snake um (laughs) she's a python so there's that the one i have is called a wild type which is what you it's basically the ones that you find in the wild it sounds like a really cool word but it just means the default settings um so she's like kind of a beige and a brown she's got cool little alien spots on her my mom says i always (laughs) look like et so there's that and she's got little figure eights down her back and those would help her blend in with her surroundings if she were in a camouflaged area she doesn't understand she's not in a camouflaged area so (laughs) she just looks like an idiot sometimes 
<laughs> Why does she look like an idiot sometimes? <laughs> she thinks she's being sneaky. She's like, I'm going to sneak over here on this bright red bed sheet and oh, I'm going to find some food. And I'm just like, you know, I can see you, right? And she's like, I'm invisible. You can't see me. I am camouflaged here. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, do you know why they called her ball python? Because um, I don't. Oh, because um, whenever they get spooked or something, their defensive mechanism is to curl up into a ball and kind of hide their head and stuff. Oh. It's like, if you scare them, I guess they would do that. My snake doesn't really do that because she's pretty cool with people and everything, but like mm -hmm. out in the wild, they would probably do that a bit more. I know mm. over in um, Europe, I think it is, they call them royal pythons because they used to import them and they were considered so mm. docile that the royalty and the nobility would wear the mass necklaces around their necks <laughs> and just because they were so chill. And um, so I know they're also called royal pythons. That's great. I love that. <laughs> um, oh, um, so you said that she's a wild python. Do you know the difference between a What's the other version of a snake, oh, of a uh, there's, ball python? There's, um, there's more than one other version. It's more like different scale patterns. It's basically oh. the only difference um, for the most part. I mean, it's like dog breeds some type if, mm -hmm. because there's so much inbreeding, they can have different issues and stuff. But for the most part, it's just scale patterns. So like you could have an albino one and then it's kind of like mm -hmm. cool. You could have something called a cloud morph or a banana morph um there there's a lot of different morphs it's like you know different dogs can have different colors and stuff mm -hmm. there's so many i know there's something called a champagne morph which honestly i can't tell apart from a wild type except it's a lot more pricey so yeah <laughs> i think it's difference. slightly more red or something but i don't know mm, fancy <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um so where did you get your um, snuggles from? I got her just from a pet store, um, just back where I live in Lexington, um, mm -hmm. or where I lived before I went to college, I guess. I, my parents still live there, so I technically have that as my address and everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just went to a pet store after, you know, um, a lot of consideration and everything, and we're like, yes, the snake please and they're like okay get in the box <laughs> is that how you'd recommend getting a snake just going to the pet shop or are there other ways that you can i know um, that a lot of people snakes. will buy them like have them shipped online and stuff and uh, just like from breeder straight from the breeder which might be a little bit cheaper and everything it also like depends on the breeder i guess and everything you'd have to like understand if they're a good breeder or not Mm -hmm. Whenever I got my snake, she hadn't eaten at all, like, in her life. She didn't understand how to eat. She's just an idiot. What? And um, she had pneumonia, which was causing her some problems. And I didn't know anything about snakes, so I didn't know that. I don't blame the workers, because they're probably just, like, yeah. high school summer students, so they probably weren't, like, experts. But I don't really feel like, you know, she was all that well taken care of. So mm -hmm. I would say either... You know, you can obviously do it that way. I don't think they have the fancier morphs just in the pet store, but if you're just looking for, like, a wild type, you could absolutely mm -hmm. get one there on the spot and not have to worry about, like, being there to pick up the package as soon as it gets to your door. But you might want to have oh them gosh. checked out by a vet if you don't know, like, it's a reliable breeder or anything, because they're supposed to only send them out after they've eaten a meal or two. 
you know, just to make sure that they actually will eat. But the vet's like, yeah, this this one's not really been eaten. So, I hadn't, I had never heard of that before, and I'm not a snake person. How old mm-hmm. are they before they eat? Um, they're supposed to eat like a couple weeks after they hatch, but like, huh. I. I don't know. Like, snakes can go for months without eating, so it was, it wasn't, like, an incredibly, like, you know, she hasn't eaten her entire life, she's three days old, because they normally won't eat after three days. Yeah. Don't, I don't know exactly what it is for ball pythons compared to, like, other snakes or Mm. anything. Don't, like, cite me on that if you're reading ball pythons, but, um, (laughs) uh, yeah, like, she's just... The vet thinks it had, like, her pneumonia was interfering with her being able to, like, breathe properly while she was eating, so she wasn't eating because she couldn't oh, wow. breathe, so, um, again, we don't know for sure. She could have eaten, and then it could have just gotten worse, and she stopped eating, but the vet said it looked like she had never eaten, so, Fun That's times. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, how old was she when you got her? Um, I don't know. Probably a couple Ish. weeks old. Yeah. Mm. She was tiny. Yeah, we took her to the vet because I was worried about her not eating. And I saw she had like a little tiny, like, just a scab on her mouth. And like, maybe that's making her not eat. Let's take her to the vet. And I was Mm -hmm. at school at the time, so my mom took her to the vet. And the vet's like, how long has she been like this? Because the vet saw her like basically struggling to breathe because of the pneumonia. My mom's like, what, that tiny scab there? And the vet's like, no, that's irrelevant. We don't care about the tiny scab at all. That'll just go away. (laughs) You know, she's got pneumonia and she's dying, so we need to take care of that. So, you know, it was, what I'm trying to say is, I didn't know that you were supposed to take a pet in as soon as you got them to get them checked out. I didn't know anything Mm -hmm. was wrong. We were just really lucky that she scraped her mouth and got a ouchie so that, you know, we did take her to the vet. That was just, that was really lucky for everyone. That's really lucky. Yeah. Wow. Uh, if I ever get a snake, I am definitely, you know, just taking them to the vet to get them checked out and everything. Just because just I'm afraid of them not being okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Like, I wouldn't have even considered mm-hmm. that as being a thing. Yeah, but and uh, from the, my understanding, that doesn't normally happen. I don't want to, like, freak anybody out. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> You know, we're learning about in psychology with my classes and stuff that personal experiences substitute statistical probabilities. So, like, in my mm-hmm. mind, there's a 100% chance that it'll be a sick snake. So you should yep. always take it to the vet, or else you know, it's probably a very low statistic. But, you know, it's not like your brain actually cares about statistics. So that's fine. Yeah, totally. You can be listening to this and learn all about it from you and then... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... So what do they eat when they're so small? Like, they'll only be like, what, hand length when you get her or bigger? Um, yeah, I think it was My slightly hand so. length. Yeah, I have <laughs> smallish hands. Um, so they eat like infant mice. I only ever fed her okay. frozen thawed mice, which she didn't mm-hmm. eat. Uh, the first meal she ever ate was actually there was a reptile expo through. So we got some um, living infant mice and she actually mm-hmm. ate one of those which was really yep. nice because she just wasn't recognizing anything else as food but mm-hmm. for like frozen thawed the vet had to actually you know force feed her a couple times and then teach her what food was and get her to recognize <laughs> it so you know that was lots of fun but i wasn't there for that but yeah. um yeah she, like really tiny baby mice 
Again,、mm. I buy them frozen thawed. I wouldn't feed an- her anything besides a infant mouse that can't do anything because the mice would actually probably win in a fight because your ball python is just looking for its meal, but it's been already well fed, and the、mm-hmm. mouse or the rat is actually looking to survive. So,、um, yeah. That my snake's an idiot, so I wouldn't trust her to win a fight. <laughs>、um, like, I know some people. I looked it up whenever I was, you know, getting ready to get a snake and everything. I was、mm-hmm. like, "What should I feed her?" Some people were like, "Feed them cut up pieces of baby rats because sometimes they'll have a hard time transitioning from mice to rats because mice are tastier. But when they、mm-hmm. get bigger, you want them to eat rats." And, That's、um, tastier. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the more you know. I, I don't think that was from personal experience, but I hope not. I don't know what article I was reading. <laughs> Snake <laughs> reviews. <laughs> but、um, yeah, so I went with the mice because I just wanted her to eat anything, and I'm like,、yeah. if the mice are going to be tastier, she'll probably eat those, you know, more. Maybe rats are a lot bigger. I didn't like the idea of having to cut one up for her,、mm-hmm. so I only went with the mice and. My snake transitioned to rats just fine. I mean, she kind of like struck at it the first time I gave her rat, and then she was like, kind of jumped back in, but like, oh, what was that? And then she just ate it anyways. So、mm-hmm. she did fine. She was like, this is food. I'm not as happy, but it's food. <laughs> She's a glutton now. She loves to eat. <laughs> so is it now like、um, full size rats or still baby rats? Um, we just got her up to um the full size rats.、Mm-hmm. There are probably some like larger rats. That are for larger types of snakes, so she's eating the biggest size that she will ever eat.、Um, mm-hmm. But like you know, some people are like, I have a different type of python that grows up to be nine feet in length. It will not eat these, you know, rats that would be、yeah. super tiny for it. Yeah, but you know, she's eating full size rats at the moment.、Mm. It's pretty funny. I just did an interview with someone who has pet rats. So I'm just like, oh, oh, this is oh, great. No. <laughs> No, it's all right. I mean, my ferrets eat、um, meat too, so it's just like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs>、um, do you know if ball pythons are available all over the world, or is it more just a American thing, or where they're originally from? <laughs> well, they're originally from Africa, so like、okay. I looked it up because I was kind of curious. They're kind of along the、um, like kind of. Sub-Saharan Africa, I guess you would say, and especially along the Rift Valley. So that's pretty cool.、Um, mm-hmm. I know that、um, they're considered so docile that if the people that live there, or I think it was just, I used this when I was trying to convince my parents to let me get a snake in the first、mm-hmm. place. But I know that there's like one group of people that if they find one that's dead, they'll just bury it because they're so docile. They were like, "Oh, that was like a friend," you know.、Aww. So yeah. So I know that's kind of where they're native to and how they're seen.、Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're seen as pets as well or not、mm-hmm. in Africa.、Um, pest control, at least. Yeah, I um,、mm-hmm. I know they used to be a thing in Europe. I think they still probably are. But you know, I was talking、mm-hmm. about the royal people wearing them around their necks. So I、yeah. would be surprised if they, you know, didn't have all pythons over in Europe anymore. Um, yeah, I know they're gaining popularity just as a pet snake because they're so cute. Oh. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Around here, children's pythons seem to be the thing.、Um, mm-hmm. I don't know much about them.、Um, yeah, the, the shipping thing. I have to go back to that. Are they literally just shipping them in a box, like、um, to people's houses? 
Normally, there's a box <laughs> with like some insulation and stuff, and yeah. then they're in a container wrapped in insulation in a box. <laughs> I've never gotten one like that. I've only seen like yeah. people making videos like, yeah, I just got a snake in the mail. And I'm like, I could not imagine shipping a snake in the mail. But, you know. No. Um, I mean, my maybe, she, maybe my python got shipped like that to the pet store. I have no idea maybe. what she went through. Yeah, my partner and I have got this, um, we had this story where in the past people used to ship hamsters in the mail and they'd put it in a, a coffee tin with a potato and just be like, off you go hamster or guinea pig maybe it was, but that's just how they'd ship it and it's like, this is your snack, bye. And so we've sort of got a joke now about like, if if our pets are annoying us, we'll ship you off somewhere with a potato. Like, oh no. <laughs> It's like you don't even eat potatoes, ferret. But <laughs> so yeah, that's a bit disturbing. <laughs> the shipping a snake. Um, yeah, wonder how they feel about that. But okay, <laughs> this should be fine. Probably fine if they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, assuming um, like the people aren't like tossing the boxes up into the air and catching them, because that would I hope not probably upset I hope the it's snake. Like, special courier or something but um, I hope hmm, I guess I'll find out one day um, so they're living in Africa as their natural habitat what mm -hmm. is your home habitat like for her um, well one of the good things about wall pythons is that they have like a pretty wide habitat that they have in Africa mm -hmm. so they can live up in like the drier parts and they can live up in like um, more humid areas and stuff so mm -hmm. it's not like there's one region that they can live in so it's a pretty hardy snake to have mm -hmm. my home setup for her involves a um like basically a carpet mat that you know i have two of them i'll swap them out like as i clean her geranium and stuff mm -hmm. um so she's got that she's got a little hide like just a cave for her to run inside mm -hmm. Uh, ball pythons can sleep up to 23 hours a day so she spends pretty much all of her time in there um, mm -hmm. it's kind of between the heat lamp and her nighttime heat lamp which are both on top of the terrarium they're different ones mm. um, so it's kind of between them and it's wide enough that she can shift to whichever side she feels more comfortable on so she's like it's a bit cold tonight I'm going to go over under the heat side or you know mm -hmm. it's pretty hot I'm going to go to the cool side she can do that I have a second hide in there, but she never uses it. Um, mm -hmm. I don't really know why. I have different things <laughs> that I've put in and swapped out over time. Like, I um, had a log in there that she used to like. She used to be able to like go up on it and stuff. And mm -hmm. then I recently tried, we're trying to like increase the humidity because her pneumonia left her with a problem with her lungs where she was absolutely fine. She just needs stuff to be a bit more humid. She can have a hard time shedding sometimes. So mm -hmm. but it, it's nothing that like I could just give her a bath and she's fine. But, you know, just in general to make her more comfortable or we've got like a humidifier and stuff. But um, mm. yeah, I got some coconut fiber bedding because I thought, mm -hmm. hey, she might like this. I think she was allergic to it because she got like a bit of a runny nose and stuff. We took it out and she was fine. But she decided she really wanted to burrow in it. And so she starts like sticking her face under not only just the bedding, but she went under everything. So whenever mm -hmm. I took it out, she's like, well, where did my burrowing stuff go? So she decided to burrow under the log. 
she doesn't fit under her log, but her <laughs> nose does. And her, her role is if her nose fits somewhere, the rest of her has to fit, even though her face is not the whitest part of her. So she got stuck. She gets stuck a lot. Um, she's really not the smartest. <laughs> I love her, but she's an idiot. So um, I had to take out the log. She has lost her log privileges. <laughs> does she come out to, um, I'll say, play or explore? Play? Um, I will get her out or she'll get out. when Normally, whenever she wants out, she wants out to explore to look for food, mm-hmm. like it's pretty much the only reason that she ever asks out. She'll come out of her hide to get some water, but then she'll normally just go back to bed or decide she wants to go looking for food. Um, I'll have her out like around my neck or just kind of out on my bed, just, you know, a flat surface where I can watch where she's going. Mm-hmm. Cause she's a pretty tiny thing. So it's plenty of space for her to run around and she'll just crawl around there and look for food and there's no food on my bed, but you know, yep. I guess it's kind of her version of playing, but... Yeah. Living outside mm-hmm. of a cage, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, how long do ball pythons live for? Um, they can live like 20 to 40 years, so mm-hmm. it's pretty long for a snake, I guess. Yeah, so what's your plan there? Um, um, well, hopefully I'm going to be able to get an apartment that allows mm-hmm. like pets and stuff after I finish up college and just kind of have mm-hmm. her hanging. She only eats once a week, so it's not too expensive to feed her and everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, would you get like a bigger terrarium or make a special snake room or something like that? Or mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I um, I always thought I would just bring the terrarium that I have down to Murray because mm-hmm. I'm actually hoping to get an apartment this summer because Murray has a, uh, Murray's the college I go to. It has mm-hmm. a two, it's also the name of the city, so I'm going to probably use them interchangeably, but it has a two-year housing requirement. Um, so I'm finishing up my second year. I'm not finishing it up, but like I'm starting my second year here. And so after this year, I'm going to hopefully get an apartment because those are going to be a mm-hmm. lot cheaper and then I can have my snake. But my parents are talking and they're like, yeah, what if you just bought a terrarium down there and made a whole new setup and everything? And then, you know, whenever That'd you come to visit us, we, you could just have a place to put your snake. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Mm, you know, very so. accommodating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was, uh, I haven't really given it much thought. I was planning on just using the same one and bringing it down, mm-hmm. but they want me to set up a new one. So you know, that's probably a better idea because it's like a big glass box that mm-hmm. probably won't ship well. Probably yeah. not. It's hard to move to. Mm. Yeah. That's weird about the housing requirement thing, but <laughs> we don't have that here, so hard. Um. Okay, um, you have your parents to look after your uh, snake if you're, a, uh, you have your family to look after your snake if you're away. Um, mm-hmm. What would you do in the future if you travelled, um, if you went on holiday somewhere, vacation? Um, I honestly don't know what all I would do. Um, snake babysitter? Maybe, okay. I don't know of any. I have a friend uh, who's in a D&D campaign, who's a veterinary major, so, like, he likes lizards and stuff, I would probably say, hey, would you, like, feed my snake once a week? <laughs> and I hope he'd be around to feed her, because, you know, I don't really have any plans. Mm-hmm. 
well the past two years that you've had her it's not like we've been able to go anywhere so (laughs) don't really have to think about it (laughs) um so I know this is a question that lots of people will want to know how do you know your snake is a girl or did they sex it for you at the shop um I asked the vet they sexed it for Mm -hmm. me at the vet instead of the Mm -hmm. shop there Mm -hmm. yeah do you know how they do it um I'm not sure I know there's more than one way in the best like I'm not comfortable doing it this one way so I'm going to do it the other way and I'm like okay Okay. you do that whatever um (laughs) I know we assumed she was a girl before because Mm -hmm. um she was like the odd one of the clutch like a clutch is like the litter of snakes I guess Mm -hmm. and uh just like a bunch of eggs so like she was like there's like one that's like instead of just wanting to ball up and stuff she was like i'm going to fight everybody and everything and so basically whenever you get one like that you just put your hand over their head and you go shut up i know you're i know you're just faking it and they're like oh you called my bluff oh no i'm I'm a passive snake now and so i did that but typically the ones that are more aggressive tend to be female so we kind of just assume she was a girl Uh and then the vet's like oh she's a girl and we're like okay yeah Mm -hmm. not a big surprise Mm -hmm. Do they, um, do they lay eggs when they haven't mated or are they just... I think um, it's just if they mate. Yep. Yeah. Not like chickens. Yep. No. (laughs) I remember Um, that, um, she, I hadn't read anything about ball pythons that would actually try and bite people and stuff. And, um, so I was kind of like, no, there's no way that this snake actually, I couldn't really see her because she was up on the top whenever, Mm -hmm. like the top of the display of their reptiles and stuff at the pet store so I'm like there's no way she's actually doing that so I hadn't really seen this particular one like I had held a different ball python but that one got sold and I remember whenever they went to put her in the box she decided she wanted to attack the box and so the person actually just held the box there and she kept lunging forward at the box and coming back but she always scooted a little bit forward so she just scooted herself into the box whenever I bought her and she was just she was just that angry at the world which, wow. I mean, she was sick, so she wasn't feeling good or anything. So, mm. that, you know, that's probably a part of why she's, like, a lot more docile now is because she's not upset so much. But Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah. But I, I just remember her scooting herself into the box and, like, well, that works. <laughs> is, that why you, is that why you chose her? Because she was more active than the others, or...? Um, oh. No, they only had one ball python at a time. Oh. There was a different one that I was going to get at this pet store, but I guess she got sold or something. Mm-hmm. I say she, I don't know its gender. Um, yep. Yeah, but like they only had one at a time. So I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm here for the you know ball python. And they're like, okay, it's angry. Here it goes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I read that these were very passive snakes. What is this? <laughs> I Google it and it's like, sometimes they get angry. And I'm like, oh, no. Sometimes they're just bored, like, ready to throw the world into endless anarchy. They're the ones that are, you know, fated to eat the sun and send us all into eternal darkness. I'm like, oh, great. I love snakes. I'm making that all up. I don't, I haven't read a single source that says, I mean, you know, outside of, like, Egyptian mythology. That says that they want to eat Mm. the sun. Egyptian mythology, Greek mythology. She did try and eat her heat lamp once, so I know she wants to eat the sun, but I'm not going to let her. She's too small. Yeah, definitely too small. It wouldn't fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she would try, though. She's yeah. not the smartest. <laughs> she's, she's really not the smartest. 
Is that normal for snakes to not be very smart? Um, in my experience, like, and when I say in my experience, I mean, from what mm-hmm. I've seen online, it has, yeah, generally, they're just not the smartest. Um, I don't know if anything happened because of her pneumonia, if, like, it affected her development or anything, because I don't really know anything about that, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, snakes aren't, like, she's got a really tiny head, it's about the size of, like, uh, the top half of your thumb, I would guess, and so she wow. doesn't have any room for a brain in there. Most of her head is True. used for, like, mouth to eat, so <laughs> she's basically... There's, there's no brain. Her head's just empty. Oh. So, do, just... you, do you think she likes you? Um, That's a question that lots of people have about snakes, um, yeah. about their emotional I lives. mean, I hope she likes me. I know she likes yep. it whenever I'm here because, like, sometimes I walk into my room where I keep her. And then she'll look mm-hmm. at me, and this is generally if she's wanting to get out. She'll look at me, and then she'll look up at the, like, roof of her terrarium and she's like hey you open that i need out so like she definitely understands that i you know enable her to run around looking for food um yeah yeah i got back from college and she was like i don't want to say she was licking me all over because it's not like a dog it was it's how they smell so she was sticking her yeah she was sniffing me but so she definitely like recognizes me and stuff and understands that i let her out of her terrarium Mm -hmm. Um, and that you bring the food. Yes, I bring the food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like she um, has an affinity for you at the very least. <laughs> yeah, she also, um, she also like, is always, this is, she doesn't like to act like a regular ball python. She absolutely mm-hmm. loves hanging out with people. I mean, oh, now, that, now that she's not attacking people, she loves to hang out yep. with them. So, mm. like, I'll have friends over, and she'll be like, I need to smell them instead of, you know, multiple pythons, from what I've heard, are like, oh, no, it's another person. I'm so shy. But she's like, I need to smell every single scent on their body. And mm-hmm. my little sister doesn't like snakes, so she refuses to touch Snackles. But mm-hmm. Snackles is, like, just as earnestly sniffing my little sister, because that's a new scent, or else, like, my mom, who's been with her while I was in college, mm-hmm. she doesn't like sniff my mom so much because she's like, I know what that one is. You, I remember you, but this one here's the mystery. <laughs> I want to know what all is going on over there. <laughs> Maybe it's got rats up its sleeves or something. Who knows? Oh, probably, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, in the future, would you get another snake, and would it be a ball python? If you were getting another snake, um, in, I if I got a, another pet in the future, it probably would be a snake, just because mm-hmm. I like them a lot. I don't think I get a ball python because I already have a ball python. I love mm-hmm. my ball python to death, but I probably like a bit more variety. I don't want to be someone mm-hmm. who's like I have fifty of the same snake. Um, <laughs> uh, so I probably I'd like to go for like a bigger snake, maybe just because mm-hmm. I feel like they could be fun, but. I also know you're not supposed to handle those alone, and I don't really, you know, have anyone I'd be sharing my apartment with, so mm-hmm. um, that'd probably be a problem. I also don't know, like, if the apartments are like, yeah, you can have a snake, but just don't have, like, a 10-foot python or anything. I'd be like, oh, there go my plans, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, in my experience, if they're in a, um, in a cage and not smelly, then landlords don't seem to mind too much. Like, you can ask them. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're no bother to anyone. Usually. Unless you get the anaconda that you have your eye on. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, backtracking a bit. Uh, when she was grumpy, mm-hmm. was she bitey? Um, it was more bluff strikes. Like, I don't think she would mm. actually try and bite us because the thing about her is she doesn't have any teeth. I was trying to feed her once and she missed the rat. It wasn't like she intentionally bit me. It was her legit being an idiot and being mm-hmm. like, I can't aim where I'm throwing my face. What is this? <laughs> this isn't a rat. So it wasn't on purpose. It didn't hurt at all. So I think she kind of knows she's absolutely powerless and everything. And that's why you can like call mm-hmm. their bluff so well. And they understand, oh, this person knows I can't hurt them. But mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, so I don't think she was actually trying to bite anyone because she then it would reveal that it doesn't do any damage. I think she was just trying to be mm. like, oh, I'm a big snake. You don't want to mess with me. I might be venomous or something. And then, you know, if she actually bites someone, they're going to be like, you're not venomous. So she doesn't want to reveal how weak she is. Hmm. So that's my take on it. You have to remember yeah, her brain's sense. very small and she probably can't like, I don't know if she understands any of that or if she's actually trying to bite everyone and she's just horrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> she might've just been missing. She could just be like, she could just be annoyed. Die. <laughs> Try to bite me. She tried to bite her heat lamp a lot. Um, Cause it was very upsetting. Uh, snakes oh. can see like heat signatures and stuff. And so I think she thought that was like another living creature. And so mm-hmm. she's like, I think I don't know if she thinks that anymore, but sometimes after I just feed her and she still smells food, I'm moving her back to her terrarium because I have a box I feed her in so she doesn't get into like food mode whenever I just have her out. Oh, like yeah. whenever I'm picking her up or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vet said this might actually help her, encourage her to eat and everything. I think she'd eat just fine like anywhere else because she's a glutton. But like, you know, whenever <laughs> we're getting her started and stuff, we had a food box and we still do. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, but whenever I'm moving her back to her terrarium, I have to basically get her head in a paper towel tube. She loves paper towel tubes. They're, you know, like, they're snake-shaped. And so I'll be like, hey, get in the paper towel tube so that she won't curl up and strike. You know how they have to kind of bend their neck to strike. So she won't Mm -hmm. curl up and strike her heat lamp because it's moving from her point of view because she's the one that's moving. Yeah, it's moving and it smells like rat because that's how I heat up the rats. I just stick them on the heat lamp and it's got a heat signature. So that's that's the food right there. She still smells it. She's like, I smell food. She just ate the food, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So that can be a, a bit. She'll try and eat her heat lamp. She's mm-hmm. an idiot. And I love her, <laughs> but. So I didn't know she didn't have any teeth. I, I thought the pythons did have teeth they just um, they, they do venomous. have they do have teeth they're like the teeth that you find in frogs or in like fish oh. uh, where they're just more backwards facing things that keep mm-hmm. stuff from coming out of their mouth so like if you if they bit a rat and the rat tries to run away it just kind of hooks mm-hmm. onto them and keeps them from coming out she can basically open up her mouth and let go like whenever she bit me she's like that's not my food and she immediately oh, let go good. so yeah okay they can let um, go that's good <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever I, um, one time she missed her rat and she got a towel because I was feeding her on a towel and she decided mm-hmm. she wanted to eat the towel because the towel was now the rat. And so she oh, pulls yeah. up to try and strangle the towel and she's like, no, this is my towel. You can't take it. And like, I 
didn't want to pull too hard on the cow because I knew that I might accidentally hurt her teeth. I'm not mm. saying that, like, I knew it, like, I knew it from a, um, a perspective where I had researched, hey, can this actually hurt mm-hmm. while Python or anything? I just didn't want to hurt her teeth. And, like, I could yep. feel that she was actually hooked onto the towel. I eventually did get her to let go. She was like, oh, this isn't worth it anymore. But it took a really long time. And then I had to heat up the rat again. But, yeah, I just mm. reheated it. I'm like, here's your rat. You don't get a towel to eat on this time. So <laughs> I don't feed her on a towel anymore. Um, mm. But, yeah, her teeth, I... They don't do any damage, but they are technically teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what health dangers are there for snakes or for ball pythons that you know of, other than pneumonia? <laughs> um, I know, like, you can have them not be warm enough and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can have them with too low humidity. You could also have them with too high humidity. Uh, mm. I know if there's like too much water on the ground for a long enough time, they can like get mold on their scales and stuff, and they'll oh. start to rot. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, so that's that's not fun. Like I'll give my snakes baths, which is just, like a thing of hot water, but that's like yeah. thirty minutes to an hour maximum. It's not like mm-hmm. you know she's just out in a for rot time, all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah. I'm sure there's some more that can go wrong. I think there's something about, like, a lack of UV or something. Like, you know, you have Mm -hmm. to use the UV heat lamps instead of, like, a regular heat. Not a heat lamp, but, like, a bulb and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not an expert in all that. I just, like, looked up how to get it set up, and I set that stuff up. Mm. Um, And this is just um, for my own interest, I suppose. Um, (laughs) Is it true that if a vet operates on a snake or I guess it gets a big cut would it mess up their shedding like is that a Um, thing I heard a story I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case I know that um shedding can like help them and everything um sometimes my snake shed kind of gets snagged just along her anal plate which is like Mm -hmm. kind of the only opening she really has to deal with as she goes along besides her face and like it can bleed a bit just like because it gets pulled but it's nothing like it's not anything bad it's just like something that happens sometimes mm-hmm. and um it freaked me out the first time it happened i looked it up and i'm like oh yeah that can be normal and stuff and mm-hmm. so i wouldn't be surprised if like there was an issue where their shed got caught on that thing but also hopefully the vet would you know let them heal up and stuff you know like sew it back together or something i also oh, know, yeah yeah i mean the stitches yeah. like the scar yeah, I would mm. hope so. Um, I had a um, a music teacher, not like a private music teacher. I had a mm-hmm. music teacher in my high school who did like choir and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, which was required for everybody. I'm not a choir kid, but they she had a ball python. And so we would talk about ball pythons and stuff. And she kept telling me that a sign of a ball python having good health is if the shed comes off all in one piece. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just easy peasy. And of course, I'm there at the wall python whose lungs got <laughs> scarred from her pneumonia, so her shed never comes off in one piece. And I'm like, okay, I'll keep that in mind. But I already know, you know, that's not really happening to my snake. Um, you know, so um, it wouldn't surprise me if a wall python had trouble shedding after a major surgery because of the extra stress or because it wasn't healthy recently. And, you know, that would mm-hmm. also influence it besides the scar itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would make sense as well. 
Yeah. And I don't know how true this is. I heard it from my choir teacher. So, uh, you know, keep, keep <laughs> in mind source. that uh, I'm not a primary source on any of this. I don't know much about snakes besides what I needed to learn for my snake. No, but it's really interesting for me because I don't know much about them at all. I just had a friend who had some snakes and mm-hmm. um, I hold them occasionally. And that's about my experience. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just... Like hearing well, that's about the best animals, experience so you can have with the snake is holding really it. Um, suppose last question. Do you have any media with snakes in it that you'd recommend or that you know of? Um, well, I'm always looking out for good role models for my snake. Um, mm. <laughs> sounds a bit weird and it's more of me just being like, I like snakes personally, so I'm like, oh, there's a snake at the media. I'm going to show that to my snake as a joke and be like, Snuckles, this is you. Um, so um, whenever I first read this question, when you sent it to me, I was like, well, there's Harry Potter, which has got a snake in it. Um, yes. You know, something for snakes to look snakes. up to. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm not sure the snake gets beheaded. That's not something for her to look up to. <laughs> Poor snake. It's also huge. Come so, on, uh, grow, grow. <laughs> go. Snuggles, this is you. Um, I showed that I did actually watch with her, mainly because I don't think my parents would like it. Like, you know, we watched Harry Potter, me and my parents together, but I watched mm. this one in my room with my snake was Good Omens, because one of the mm. main characters in that one is actually a he snake. He was a snake, yes. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, Snuggles, look, this is you. And whenever the character was on screen, Snuggles actually kind of got interested in him. She'd be like, ooh, <laughs> what is that? But I could tell just because I've been around her, I kind of understand. Like, you know, she was actually looking at him like he was a piece of food and trying to figure out if she could eat him. So I'm like, Snuggles, I think no. many people look at him like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, David Tennant, no. <laughs> That's fair, but... <laughs> um, oh. I love those books as well. They're so good. Mm. I mean, it was so good. There's only one. But, yes. Alas. Yeah, Alas. so watch that. I showed her the Loki series recently, but I'm like, Snuckles, please don't fall in love with yourself. That's a bad role model. <laughs> Snuckles, no. <laughs> Snuckles, you're not allowed to watch this anymore. <laughs> you know, because he's a snake eyes. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I try to show her media with snakes in it. And I don't mm. think she cares most of the time. She's out looking for rats. Um, <laughs> she's like, I see you watching that show, but I'm going to go climb on this bookshelf in case there are rats hiding between the pages. I'm like, okay, Snake, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was just thinking it's like, it'd be funny if you were showing her like um, a snake dating site or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be funny. I drew a picture of her and the um, character in the Good Omen show. That's the snake. Oh, yeah. And I showed it to her. I'm like, hey, Snuggles, look, it's you and your favorite character. And because I drew it on a touchscreen, I, I, I made a new layer. And I'm like, I'm going to let her draw on and see what she likes. The first thing she did was put a giant X over the picture. No, mm, didn't like it. <laughs> she no, didn't like it at all. No fan out of me, please. I think, <laughs> I think she was honestly just trying to crawl over it to get over the iPad to look for rats because that's like the one thing she actually has on her mind it's her one brain cell it's devoted to finding food um but it was just kind of like she just made a giant x over I, that picture i'm like well thanks <laughs> that's great i love it <laughs> so um yeah if you get a snake be wary around touch screens i guess because 
I don't know. Again, I made it on a new layer, so I'm not sure if you're aware of how right. layer works and stuff. But basically, it didn't affect anything I'd already done. So. Mm-hmm. I kept it with a giant X. That's the final touch. <laughs> it's a giant X. I love it. I really do. Now I'm thinking about snake art and like what you could do with finger paint, but mm. snakes don't have fingers. <sighs> no, that's the problem. I had a. <laughs> I had one like thing also on that uh, touchpad where I would just like let her kind of not slow that around so much because she was too long. It counted as like two fingers or something. I don't know mm-hmm. how it was trying to register a long snake. Yep. But I have one where I was basically let her like flop around on it and draw. And it's just a bunch of lines of her trying mm-hmm. to run off to look for rats. She doesn't care about <laughs> art. Um that's the name that's the title of the art piece it's just rats rats looking for rats (laughs) the search continues (laughs) I'd be like hey you want to draw this color here here pick color snickles and she just kind of bop one and then just go off looking for rats (laughs) there she goes I actually really like that you could probably sell that (laughs) (laughs) there we go (laughs) <laughs> there you go. That's your new side gig. Art, snake art. <laughs> snake art. Yes. Yeah. I think it might be cooler if I like just kind of dipped her in like paint. Obviously, like you know, safe paint. paint yes. Yeah. Just kind of let her slither around a canvas so that it's not like registering as trying to register as a pencil. Yes. On one point, it could actually have like, you know, snake. Mm. It'd probably look a bit better because it doesn't look very good. Her art sucks. <laughs> That's very judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like she was completely distracted by looking for something else. Oh, what could it be? <laughs> Tasty mice, because she wants that now. Probably. She probably wants um, mice at this very moment, because she always wants mm. mice. Yes, the tastier option. Mm-hmm. Snake taste testing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do wonder about that, how they knew. I guess it was just, my snake prefers mice over rats, but... Hmm. I think it was more... I don't know if it was mice actually taste better than rats, or if they assume that, because some snakes had a hard time adjusting from one food source to another. Maybe. After, like, exclusively having one. But the article I read, it said, like, mice taste better than rats to snakes, and so they said it as a very definitive thing. Like, mm. you know, you could argue, well, maybe that's not the case, but... The way they say it, it was, mice are tasty. <laughs> you should eat mice. Don't Maybe mice. they are. The mice, the frozen mice <laughs> I buy, have, say on the box, not safe for human consumption. So, like, don't buy mice from pet stores to uh, eat. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you can't do that. <laughs> I know you really, really want to, but you can't. I do. I want to do the taste test. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, wait <laughs> I'll get the ferrets to do the taste testing for me. Which one would you prefer? There you go. Uh, The one you feed ferrets, my ferrets, rats and mice, you have to sort of disembowel them first or else, not the ferrets, the rats or the mice, (laughs) Um, or else they're just like, they need it opened like a small child, like needs the straw put in the the drink. Um, They need it sliced or else it doesn't come they're not interested. Mine aren't, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions for me? Yeah. No? Oh, well, um, I was going to say that my snake, uh, 
my snake, like, I just lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. You saying so oh, yeah. Sometimes my snake, whenever I feed her, she tries to eat it sideways. and Like, she can only really mm -hmm. eat it head first. That's the only way it mm -hmm. really works. But sometimes she'll try and eat it, like, long ways or try and eat it back and her face gets stuck between its legs or a leg and a tail. And she's like, why is it not going further inside of my mouth? What is this? Why is it not working? She's got, like, no brain. <laughs> she'll just get stuck sometimes trying to eat it and it doesn't work. Do you then have uh, to sort of pull it out and retry, or does she just, sort it out herself? I She either sorts it out herself, or she gives up and just leaves it on there, and she's all heated up again, and then yep. feed it like, Oh, look, a whole new rat has appeared, and she'll be like, Oh, wow, really? <laughs> that looks tasty. <laughs> it's totally not slobbered on or anything, you know? <laughs> totally do not I, already killed. Do snakes have slobber? Oh, they do, because I have oh. had rats that... I didn't really think that they did, and then I... Get a rat that's like all slobbered on that she couldn't figure out how to turn around the right way, and I'm like, oh no, oh. I'll pick this up with the snake feeding tongs. Yeah. I know some people don't feel like they don't need to use snake feeding tongs because they're like, I'm not afraid of my snake biting me. It's not that I'm afraid of her biting me, it's that like she would get confused and think my hand is a part of the rat and go for that mm -hmm. too. She, she's just stupid. It's not like I'm not worried about her biting me, I'm just, yeah, I don't trust her <laughs> to figure out. Mm -hmm. Like, I know it's not going to hurt, but I don't want her to, like, I don't want to get in, like, an hour-long battle of her trying to eat my hand. Because she's stupid. <laughs> you know? I don't have time for that. No, no one has time for that. <laughs> uh, so, did you have any questions for me? Oh, not really. That's fine. Okay, um, anything else you'd like to say about snakes or um, anything? I suppose one thing that is pretty cool that a lot of people don't know is that um, they go blind right before they shed. Uh, oh. So like their eyes get all cloudy blue and everything. So um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much something that happens. They don't really like my snake is absolutely fine eating when she's completely blind. Mm -hmm. One time I had her out when she was like, can't see at all. Her eyes are the bluest mm -hmm. blue they ever get. And she still sticks her head up in the air to just kind of like, look around for food and stuff. I'm like, Snuckles, you can't see. What are you doing? And she's like, I'm looking for rats. I need to find the rats. It's like, you're, you can't see anything. What? How is that helping you? And I think she was just doing it out of habit. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, but like sometimes... I was talking to some coworkers or something, they're like, oh, how's your snake? Because, you know, well, it's a snake. And I'd be like, oh, she's blind at the moment, so she's kind of grumpy. And they'd be like, what? She's blind? Because I, I forget some people don't really know that snakes go blind. So I'm like, it's not a bad thing. She's just grumpy. And when I say grumpy, it's not grumpy as in she attacks everything. It's grumpy as in she just doesn't want to be out. She just wants to kind of curl up and take a nap, you know? Yeah, it'd be safer to do that anyway in the wild. Definitely, mm. yeah. No, I mean, that I've been saying that a lot <laughs> this episode, mm -hmm. but that makes sense. Because, yeah, yeah like, because their eyes shed too, don't they? Mm -hmm. they Is that got, the shedding? They've got scales over their eyes, so those scales, right. whenever they detach, like, snakes i know snake oil is like something that people are like oh they're selling snake oil because snakes don't have oil but snakes do produce <laughs> oil when they shed it helps them get their skin off and that's why taking a right. bath or, or like a soak is so effective is because you know oil and water makes it slide off really easily mm -hmm. so um 
Yeah, whenever their body's producing that oil, a couple days before they go in to shed it, like, creates a film between their skin and their, like, I am, whatever, their new skin and their old skin, I guess, and so mm-hmm. they go blind for a couple days. Hmm. Yeah. And I some snakes refuse, yeah, some snakes get real grumpy and refuse to eat. Again, my snake, now that she knows what food is, she is a glutton, and she mm-hmm. will eat whatever I give her, so... Yeah. Mm. She could smell the food, right? If you Yes, she can. She yeah. can also um see heat signatures and stuff, so mm. like she can tell, oh, that's hot. So it's not like she's completely helpless, it's just some of them are just like, I'm so stressed out I can't handle a meal, you know. So mm. they just don't eat. And it only lasts a couple of days, so they probably eat after they shed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that's probably about as many questions as I actually have and have time for as well. Um, okay. So thanks so much for allowing me to interview you today. Yeah, thanks so. for um, talking about my snake. I love talking about her. Yeah, well, I was very interested. Um, hopefully everyone else is too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, um, thank you very much. Uh, do you want to say... Goodbye to people and I'll edit this Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you. Well, thanks for that entropy. Um, I genuinely had a fantastic conversation there. Um, It's really nice. It's really nice talking about different pets. Uh, Just a little PS though. Uh, I did some research after the end of the episode. Um, I like to go into episodes about animals I don't know about blind so that um, my questions are genuine Um, and I found out when I came to do the actual research afterwards because I was just interested that ball pythons are actually one of the illegal species in Australia um, because they probably go completely crazy in our ecosystem so yeah Uh, they cannot be imported to Australia so this is more of an episode about general snake care and for our international listeners I think (laughs) thank you very much anyway the internet is telling me that some good starter pythons in Australia are the Stimson's python the carpet python the southwest carpet python the children's python and the woman python which is also known as Ramsey's python and sand python Thank you again for listening to this episode. Um, Please subscribe on whatever app you're using and join me on the Facebook group. Talk to you next week.